Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast, Episode 19. Hi, this is Bob. If you've been a listener to Sarasota Stories for a while now, would you do me a little favor? Go to our website, sarasotastories.co, scroll down and enter your best email so you will know when all our episodes will air. It helps us know who's a fan and how many folks are listening. I certainly appreciate it. And now on to today's episode. Old experiences die hard. When I was young, the circus came to town once a year. Flying trapeze, wild animals from Africa, and clowns that could do the most hilarious stunts are still etched in my mind. It was strictly entertainment, of course. My, how times have changed. While the flying trapeze artists and clowns are still an integral part of our own circus arts here in Sarasota, the animals are long gone. What's been added is, quite frankly, an amazing array of options beyond the world-class performances anyone can get involved with directly. Hi, I'm Bob Williams. And you know what? I really do believe that it is essential to hear each other's stories. To me, it's what really makes a community feel like home. In fact, that's why I started the Sarasota Stories podcast. It's a podcast completely dedicated to helping people just like you get connected a little deeper with our neighbors in the greater Sarasota area. I do my best to bring you some of the most interesting business leaders, civic leaders, artists, authors, entrepreneurs, physicians, philanthropists, and others who are making a positive impact in our town. Here to talk about these incredible options at the circus is Jennifer Mitchell, Executive Vice President and Chief Operating Officer of the Circus Arts Conservatory. In today's episode, you'll learn a brief history of Sarasota's circus heritage, how the Circus Arts Conservatory started, seasonal performances anyone can attend, personal training to learn safe and fun aerial skills, summer camps for youth, and much, much more. I'm so happy you stopped by today, and I encourage you to listen, learn, and connect. Jennifer Mitchell, Executive Vice President, Chief Operating Officer of the Circus Arts Conservatory. Welcome to the Sarasota Stories podcast. Hello, Bob. Thank you so much for having me. Excited to talk about the Circus Arts today. Well, I am too, because as we were chatting a little bit before we went live, I told you I was on your website. First of all, it's a very well-developed website, and there's a whole lot more than what I knew the circus ever did. So we got a lot to cover today. Yes, one of our slogans years ago was more than a circus. And I think that's evident by the year-round work that we do here at the Circus Arts Conservatory and 
also exemplified on our website. Um, it's certainly our mission to be involved in every way that we can um, through the circuit. Well, that's great. Well, why don't you why don't you talk a little bit about your mission, really the purpose of why you guys exist, and uh, a little bit of the history of the conservatory. The uh, Circus Arts Conservatory was founded by two incredible, uh, talented uh, artists themselves in their own right, Dolly Jacobs and Pedro Reyes, who are co-founders. Uh, they actually founded in 1997 the National School of Performing Arts. Um, they knew that here in Sarasota there was such a rich heritage and they wanted to give back. Uh, they ended up rebranding into Circuit Sarasota because mm. what they knew so well was performance and the art of performance as it relates to circuits. And um, Circus Sarasota operated for a number of years until we took over the Sailor Circus Academy. Mm -hmm. Sailor Circus is America's longest running youth circus. And in my estimation, in 2011, um, one of the greatest collaborations here in Sarasota took place, which was uh, the assumption of the Sailor Circus Academy by Circus Sarasota. And during that time, we then rebranded uh, to become the Circus Arts Conservatory, uh, dedicated to the preservation of the circus arts, um, but moreover, really looking at how we advance it and keep it uh, for future generations to be partaking in. What I've always found fascinating about Sarasota, and I've been down here for the past eight years, been coming here for many years as a snowbird, is that the circus history of this community really makes it unique. And in today's world where everybody is branding mm -hmm. an entire cities or counties or even entire regions of the country are trying to brand. I really think that the circus arts is, is unique for here. Absolutely. It's embedded in the heritage of this community. In fact, we have such a rich and diverse arts community because the circus uh, was brought here by John Ringling in the early 1920s. And of course, he not only was uh, uh, an impresario of the circus, but he was a, a connoisseur of the arts as well. And, and so I think that Sarasota is very unique. We are home to uh, an incredible array of other performing and visual arts organizations, but they exist and are hosted and I believe stewarded here because of the circus heritage uh, that has, you know, such longstanding um, existence here in Sarasota. Well, that's wonderful. When did you join the Circus Arts Conservatory? I joined the Circus Arts Conservatory in late 2007 and early 2008. I like to say that was the year I ran away with Join the Circus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, so that, I, I find that fascinating. When this opportunity presented itself to you, I mean, were you as surprised as anyone else? Because it's not something, it's not like a normal, uh, you know, it's not, not a normal profession that most people go into. No, well, I've spent my entire career in the nonprofit sector uh, yeah. after graduating from university. However, I actually had a very interesting uh, prior career. I worked within the Miss America Scholarship Program. Um, so oh, I am not unfamiliar with uh, mm. platforms that are really important to youth development as well as uh, artistic development. Um, however, sometimes get a bad rap. You know, the circus can get a, has a, uh, sometimes people have this, kind of preconceived idea of it being carnival or sideshow or really not respecting the artistic and athletic right. uh, and, um, training that has to go into um, creating many of these acts, whether it be at a youth level or at the professional level. Um, and so similarly, 
uh, Miss America has had some uh, ups and downs in its uh, long journey. It has. uh, It incredibly has done a lot for young women, I believe, for women in general, um, to find their voice, to build confidence, and to um, be career-bound, which I think... um, you know, it's very important. I'm I, at the essence of who I am. I, I love to support in my leadership role, others growth and development. Well, so most people, of course, when you say circus are going to think about the performances and, you know, the elephants and the tigers and, and all that type of mm-hmm. um, events. But the, but the, the conservatory is, is a whole lot more than that. So what are some of the misconceptions that people have about the conservatory? Well, I think that um, we're much more than performance and entertainment, although that is centered at the heart of um, our events and our income uh, generating revenue. We generate that revenue to give back to the community through the circus arts. And we have an array of incredible educational and outreach programs. Um, At the core of the preservation of the circus arts, we believe is the intentionality of making sure that young people can be exposed to the circus right. so that they can develop an appreciation for the history, but also understand how being part of this art form or this athletic endeavor can build life skills for themselves. And so I think the common everyday assumption is that if you're involved in the orchestra, for instance, or uh, a sport like baseball or football or tennis, that young people are developing uh, discipline and commitment and understanding that hard work pays off towards success. Uh, it's never top of mind that you think you could learn these skills in the circuit. Um, so part of our mission um, is to advocate for that so that people understand those that are engaged in the circus arts, these young people are learning teamwork, communication, uh, appreciation for an art form, uh, discipline, commitment, and many, many other skills that will carry them throughout life. It does sound fascinating. And I want to come back and explore that a little bit more uh, in a moment here. I would like to, so, so let's talk a little bit about the performances. Someone comes to the circus. What are they going to see? Because you have the circus of the voices, you have sailor circus spring show, greatest little show on earth. You also have the summer circus spectacular and, and other things. So what, what will people see when they come? Well, we're a year-round performing arts circus organization, Uh, so we have both professional shows like the Cirque du Bois, Circus of the Voices, or our Summer Circus Spectacular, where uh, we bring in world-class circus artists from around the world. We represent Mm. international um, greatness in our circus programs, and um, people can see the incredible um, dedication that it takes for an artist to produce their act. Um, And then, of course, we have the Sailor Circus Academy shows coming up, as you mentioned, Bob, in April. Right. And um, it is the greatest little show on earth. Truly um, incredible to see these young people. These are students in Sarasota and Manitou County schools who uh, dedicate their after-school activity time to the circus. And they often train in a multitude of disciplines, whether it be anything from the flying trapeze to acrobatics, um, a, a myriad of aerial disciplines. Um, and I would say that this is no young person's recital. This is a family-friendly show, and everybody will be impressed by these young people. Well, that's very cool. What Then what happens in the summer? 
In the summer, we partner with the Ringling. Um, we put on a nine-week run. We call it an, an engagement run of the Summer Circus Spectacular. And uh, it's a great way to spend a day at the Ringling, whether you want to visit the Tibbles Learning Center or the other uh, beautiful galleries at the Ringling and enjoy a one-hour show. Or if you just want to get away, you know, for a nice cool afternoon at the Historic Oslo Theater, um, it really is one of our best presentations uh, at the Historic Oslo Theater. A very cozy, beautiful, small theater um, that hosts this incredible circus show. Sounds like a great summer activity to do. And uh, in that wonderful tent there, uh, it's, it's nice and shaded and it sounds like a great activity. It is. It's lots of fun for the family. I think um, the Circus Arts Conservatory is committed to offering year-round programming. And so we yep. do that through the performances uh, that we put on in a variety of venues here in Sarasota. And then we also offer opportunities for people to engage in the circus in a different way um, through our training experiences. Well, talk a little bit more about the training experiences because you have the Sailor Circus Academy, you have private classes, you have flying trapeze. Uh, that's actually, that's what I'm interested in. But as I said, you may have to strengthen the ropes a little bit if you get me up there on that. Uh, well, you, the, you, we, we see ages 5 to <laughs> 85 flying oh, wow. with us uh, on the flying trapeze. And I, it quite astonishes me the number of people who have that activity on their bucket list. Um, but, uh, we do offer right. weekend flying trapeze classes. We see a lot of tourists come, of course, they realize they're in the circus capital of the world and circus city USA, and they're looking to do something, uh, fun within the circus. Uh, we also offer aerial fitness and aerial, uh, discipline classes open to the public. We see a number of participants that come in and basically they complement their fitness reg regimen by coming in and adding circus to it. And uh, then really? for young people, we have the Sailor Circus Academy after school program, as yep. well as camps and workshops um, for young students to engage in the circus arts. That sounds so cool because I grew up in the Midwest and it was always baseball, basketball and football. So to be a kid growing up and being exposed to the circus, I think that that's just kind of that's just that is just unique. It is. And in fact, here in Sarasota, we are actually unique and home to the country's only uh, middle and high school circus programs where students are engaging during their academic day in the circus arts as well. So instead of taking an elective course or a physical education course, they are taking courses in the circus arts. So it is absolutely unique to Sarasota. And I think um, so important for people to recognize that the circus is not just entertainment, that it really right. embodies artistic and athletic training and uh, preparation to be part of. Right. It, and it's funny, the older I've gotten, the more I have gravitated more towards the arts, was not exposed to it that much. I mean, t my mother tried very hard, but much to my father's chagrin. But uh, I think it's wonderful to have this uh, this resource here. If someone, if someone comes to uh, the conservatory and they say, I want a private class, what does that look like? Well, we train in uh, quite a few different aerial disciplines as well as ground disciplines. So a, a person of any age, the beauty of the circus, yep. that we can truly uh, serve children of all ages, um, depending on what they're interested in, whether it's just to complement their fitness regimen, um, which might be a combination of ground and aerial fitness, or they may be interested, for instance, the silks are very popular with women. Uh, um, the aerial fabrics, you see those quite often. So we actually offer classes 
um, in those disciplines because they're so popular. But a private class could really encompass anything. And we have a world-class coaching staff here at the conservatory uh, that we've worked very hard in um, grooming and, and actually continuing to hire uh, international coaches to join us here at the Circus Arts Conservatory. That is fascinating because I'm, uh, right now I'm on your website. I'm looking at all the coaches that you have, men and women from various backgrounds. I guess it is uh, Miguel Vargas, who's your head coach. How do you, I guess, how do you organize them or, or schedule them for the different types of individuals you're going to come in? So if, if I come in, you know, I'm 61 uh, or you have, you know, a 16-year-old or a six-year-old come in. So how do they work with the different uh, demographics and age groups? Well, Miguel Vargas, as you mentioned, is our head coach. And so um, he works with the team to take a look at our clientele who's coming in for our classes um, or who's signed up for a private uh, to best pair them with a coach who, first of all, ha- um, is experienced in the interest area right. of the client. Uh, or the trainee, and then next to possibly even look at both age and gender pairing. But something I would say that's very unique to circus and really mm. I think is the benefit of circus and education is that uh, there are no restrictions within the circus arts, unlike the ballet, that you may have some physical restrictions. You you may need to be uh, of a certain body type or physiology. Yes, here at the circus, there are such a variety of disciplines and activities that anyone can fit in. If you're interested in balance, there are at least six to ten different ways that you can um, work on core balance, whether that's, you know, working um, on the ground or in the air. If you're interested, you know, in aerials, there are more than 30 different aerial disciplines that can be studied. So um, I think that's really what makes the circus unique from an education and training standpoint is that no person is turned away. Um, there is no singular model for success. Everyone with a customized recipe can be successful in the circus. Um, we have many students who have fear of heights. And you think, well, how can they be in the circus? Well, they aren't on the flying trapeze. Um, we have students who have a funny bone and they're part of a clowning program. Um, and then we have students who believe that, you know, they all they... Uh, you know, all they ever want to do is be in the air. Um, and so they all fit here. And from a youth development standpoint, I often talk to people about how empowering that is, that everyone fits and that everyone is needed to create a show. I really um, I really find that fascinating about the balancing aspect uh, of improving your balance. And I'm thinking, where who else would have better insight on how to improve your balance than the circus? Yeah. <laughs> and well, many talk, things, you know, that, that, that people don't think about. We teach physics and science through the circus uh, because, quite frankly, science is everywhere in the circus. Um, math, engineering, technology, it's all used within the circus arts. And so we actually have a fifth grade program unique to the Circus Arts Conservatory that was approved by the Department of Education. Wow. And we teach Newton's Laws. Uh, the physics laws to students in the fifth grade. And these are um, these are concepts like gravity, acceleration, sure. force. So they are difficult concept, concepts to grasp. But with the visual stimulation of the circus, um, right. these students are able to really connect with those learning concepts. And we've seen them have incredible gains in their testing and assessment. And it's a great way 
you mentioned earlier, Bob, you know, how, how we can expose young people to the arts. And so we are using the circus as a tool to expose young people to the arts while also learning academic curriculum. That is fascinating. I, I love the fact that you're connecting the dots between the physical and theoretical. I love that. I'm just like, where were you guys when I needed you way, way back when? <laughs> well, we're here now and, you know, important <laughs> that we continue to serve. Uh, I think that when we look at teaching and connecting the dots, like you said, Bob, it, I think we really believe that these young people are future patrons of the arts, future supporters, future entrepreneurs, sure. community leaders, artists themselves. And so being exposed to this type of programming at a young age is extremely impactful and influential. Well, what I, and this is a bit off topic, but what I do find fascinating, I spoke with Richard Russell, uh, who's the director over at the uh, Sarasota Opera. And really, his educational background is in the music arts, but he went into banking for a long period of time. And then, of course, came back to his first love, the opera and whatnot. So it's interesting how some of the traditional educational routes that people go, it's being supplemented or even replaced by, by this alternative type of education, which is very applicable and just kind of, I guess, maybe stimulates your left brain and your right brain. Absolutely. Um, in fact, I think that our students that are engaged in circus after school have higher test scores, wow. um, better attendance, um, and and undoubtedly the numbers in, in lots of different um, data show that students that are engaged in the arts um, yeah. are more successful in life. And yeah. I think that, you know, we are remiss and it's unfortunate that we had moved in a direction as a country to remove the arts from schools. But there are a lot of us who are very, very passionate about that. And so individually, and thanks to some incredible philanthropic support, there are organizations like the Opera and the Circus Arts Conservatory right. who are continuing to serve our youth with important arts programs. Well, I'm sure going to try and do my part to get the message out because I'm finding this very, very fascinating. And as I did about the opera and whatnot, and so it just certainly is, is enriching me just to have these conversations. We'll do our best to expose you to as many people as we can in the greater Sarasota area. Talk, talk a little bit about, uh, you also do some team building classes. So do you have entire organizations come in and work with you? We do. We, we offer them actually uh, to uh, the corporate sector, uh, to industry and commerce, and, and even to, again, young teams like um, other sports teams who have come in and, again, used the circus arts. There is uh, a lot of teamwork in um, any of the disciplines within the circus arts, whether it's putting up the rigging that you will use to actually train or whether you're in a duo or group atmosphere where you may be working together, like in the flying trapeze. Um, where there is a person that's on the board, there is the person that's going to be reaching for the bar and ultimately flying. And so we use the circus as a way to stimulate uh, team bonding, uh, good communication, confidence building, um, and then, of course, risk taking. Um, there is some risk. And, right. Um, there, is, uh, there is a lot of mindfulness involved in taking a risk as a team member while also trying to communicate to your team why you're taking that risk. And so our programs are designed in a really fun way to engage a, a corporate uh, professional team to think differently about how they work together. And obviously, the circus might not be top of mind as that tool, 
but we have created incredible ways for teams to um, feel rejuvenated and, and bond and learn something new, not just about themselves, but also about others. So that obviously once they're back in that work environment, it can be very empowering and inspiring for them to take a new step, go in a different direction uh, as a company. So what do we have, you know, coming forward? I mean, you're at a level within the organization where you talk about strategy and you talk about the future and where you want to take the conservatory. Where, where are we going with this? Well, excitingly, uh, as you mentioned earlier, and we all know, Sarasota is the circus capital of the world. It's recognized internationally as the home of the American circus. Right. Um, and wow. we have developed a number of programs that are unique to the conservatory that really do re represent the highest level of education in the circus arts. And so the next step is to um, leave a permanent institution here that re is recognized internationally for future generations uh, that partners with a number of organizations as we do now. Um, and we'd like to eventually host an international festival here, perhaps some competition. Absolutely. Uh, but the, the goal is to leave an organization uh, similar to that of Moat or the Ringling College that will continue the important legacy of circus, the work, the core mission work that we do um, for generations to come. Yes, I do. I do find it fascinating. And it's something I do love about Sarasota. It's a small city with a big city vibe and it has a real international flair that's developing. And I can really see you guys continue to play a part in that. Thank you. We hope so. And, and uh, the circus is internationally recognized, of course. Um, we have students who uh, graduate from our programs, go on to um, international companies that they're mm. working within the circus uh, or auditions of international um, circus schools. Um, and so we're going to continue to strengthen uh, our commitment to education and to be recognized internationally for that work. I get, And you touched upon something that just picked my interest. Of course, most everybody's familiar with Cirque du Soleil. Is, so there is a real circus industry out there in Europe, I would assume Asia. I mean, so where do these students go if they want to stay with the circus? Well, you know, truthfully, just like anything, baseball, basketball, any other sport, if they graduate from high school, 90% of them go to college. Okay, sure. They go on to normal careers. They be, we actually had a, an attorney out of, uh, an alumni who's an attorney in Texas, and he made a gift to us recently. And he said um, he learned how to juggle and perform at Sailor Circus, and he's still doing that in the courtroom. <laughs> uh, so you can appreciate that they go on to traditional lives. But right. those that go on to professional careers, there is a viable entertainment circus industry. Of course, we're just coming out of the COVID pandemic. So sure. um, there was, you know, vast changes for everyone. Uh, but yes, Cirque du Soleil continues to operate. They uh, tour with shows internationally. Feld Entertainment will be coming back with a version of the Ringling Brothers. Yep. There are uh, small family circuses nationally and internationally. And I would say that the scope of circus arts has widened. So some of our students also end up in stunt shows at Disney. They are stunt doubles in Hollywood and commercials right. and movies. That makes sense. Sure. Uh, and so you don't just necessarily have to apply the skills within the circus industry, although, you know, we do see a number of students do that as well. 
Well, are there any parting thoughts that you'd like to leave our listeners? You, we've covered a lot today. You've certainly shared. Uh, you have a wide footprint of what you all offer to the Sarasota community. It's way beyond just performances. And uh, I appreciate you having on the podcast today. But is there anything you'd like to leave our listeners? Well, thank you, Bob. I really enjoyed chatting with you. And I would say that for anyone who sees those uh, circus uh, history signs, you know, the around town, of uh, the Ringling, if you're driving on the Ringling Boulevard or certainly going by the incredible Ringling Museum, but have an interest in what the circus arts looks like today. Uh, come and visit our website, circusarts.org, and find different ways to get involved, whether it's coming to be an audience member and sit uh, to be amazed at one of our shows or um, to get engaged in the circus in a different way. Jennifer, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. I do appreciate learning more about the Sarasota Circus Arts and I encourage our listeners to go to circusarts.org to check out upcoming performances and all the under wonderful services they offer. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect. Connect.